So my dad could still be alive if I knew what I knew now. And that sentence eats me alive. It's been eating me alive for a couple of months now. And I wanted to explain that sentence in this episode today and kind of just share a few things that have been on my mind. I want to just start as well by saying, you know, thanks to you for listening to this this podcast. Um, it's, I don't know where this episode's going to go. I reckon this episode's going to go deep. Um, but it might not. It might be short. I might want to cut it short because I don't really under. I don't really know where this is going to go. Where I'm going to take it. But that sentence I've been sitting on for a while. If I knew what I knew now, my dad could still be alive. And with that sentence comes a lot of mixed emotions. Emotions in the fact of I feel proud of of what I've learned over the last sort of nine years around mental health and understanding it better, understanding depression, suicide, understanding my own mental health and being able to manage it a lot better. I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of, of things that I look back on now and sort of see what I've overcome. But at the same time, with that sentence comes a lot of guilt, a lot of sadness, a lot of anger as well. Um, because honestly, if I was educated on mental health, I would have treated my whole dad's you know breakdown and suicide completely differently I remember just it happening and you know my first initial thought when my dad's whole behavior changed that initial time when I saw him his eyes were very distant he was saying things like you know where the money is and it was just completely out of the blue I remember just thinking to myself I was I was scared but I just thought dad will snap out of this you know dad's dad you know dad is someone who yes he's sensitive but he's never really shown any weakness he's never really shown any signs of being depressed or suicidal or suffer with any sort of form of mental health challenge um so yeah my first initial thought was dad will snap out of it and then after the doctors I thought you know they'll take care of him he came out of the doctors is still very oblivious to it oh dad will snap out of it the doctors are sorting it and then his first a suicide attempt came a couple of days later. And I always say in my talks, if he would have died on that first attempt, it would have been so different. The grief that surrounded it, the question of why would have been harder to manage because it was literally from him breaking down to sort of seven, eight days later, later attempted on his life for the first time. And, and we, we were very lucky and he was very lucky that he survived that first attempt. Um, but again looking at it I cringe at how badly I then dealt with it when he came round and denied that it was suicide and sort of blamed it on the medication and I agreed with him and I did blame the medication and then he was home and yes you know it's back to normal the nightmare's over just completely oblivious to it all and then getting worse getting into the mental health unit still experiencing the mental health unit and being there and and seeing it all and but still sort of understanding that my dad doesn't deserve to be in there my dad was the normal one in there my dad would be out and would be fine because they'll take care of him and then coming out with medication me not knowing what medication he was on me not knowing how to support him just kind of brushing it under the carpet once again and getting on with it and then his suicide just really was then my chance to ignore it all again brush it all under the carpet and just you know pretend that it didn't happen and that whole what's the word that whole just brushing it under the carpet being oblivious to it trying not to believe that it was happening um didn't cause my dad's death I'm not saying that but it definitely didn't help and 
I look back on it now and, you know, blame is one of the biggest, you know, guilt is one of the biggest emotions that you face when you lose someone that you love to suicide. But, you know, I couldn't have changed anything because I couldn't have done anything differently because I didn't have that education. I didn't have the understanding that I do have now. And I only had that understanding because of what we went through. And this is something that I want to start pushing. And this is the whole point of this episode that I want you to take from it. As education and understanding is so important. If you've lost someone to suicide, there's going to be a lot of guilt attached to it. But you cannot feel guilty from it if you didn't have that education, if you didn't have those levels of understanding. We're not taught this shit at school. We're not taught how to grieve. We're not taught how to deal with mental health, how to support people that are struggling. We go into university and to work. And again, it's let's brush all of those emotions under the carpet because you need to get on with life. You need to be able to attain this academic intelligence. You need to be able to attain this level of success or working your way up the hierarchy of the corporate company that you're working for. We are fed the these, you know, forced realities of what it takes to make us happy and we're told to bury those emotions and not to talk about them and not to deal with them. So we cannot beat ourselves up over it because we haven't had that understanding, we haven't had that education and we're there left to try and figure it all out for ourselves. And that needs to change. And education needs to become the forefront. Mental health education needs to become the forefront of of what we're teaching the next generation. I look at my my kids and I think you know I just hope that they understand mental health how they can better comprehend their emotions their stress be able to deal with it how they can become compassionate and deal with people that are struggling you know understanding it for them is is the biggest lesson that I want to give them because it's about understanding it's about education because if we're oblivious to it how can we expect to help others and how can we expect to help ourselves now I still am struggling with that thought of knowing what I know now. I could have helped my dad. And I don't know whether it's because it's coming up to 10 years since my dad's death. And it's a weird, weird now distant memory. It seems like yesterday, but at the same time, it seems like ages ago. You know, it's a very weird emotion to explain. If you've lost someone that you've loved, you might be able to understand this. But like, I'm almost forgetting what he looked like and what he sounded like and his mannerisms and I don't know, he's almost like becoming uh, a thought that is a very distant thought. It's a distant memory, but he's still such a strong memory in my mind. And, you know, I was 18 when he died and now I'm 28 and approaching 29 and again like we say it's approaching 10 years in March since it happened and I'm almost trying to figure it out again like what was he like what would he look like now sort of 10 years later what would he think of me and everything that I'm doing and you know what would he be like as a granddad and I'm trying to piece all of these questions together but you know really these questions don't have an answer I don't know the answer to any of those questions and you know again it comes down to acceptance of it and accepting that I will never know any of those questions I will never know what he was like as a granddad I will never know how he feels about what I'm doing or what I've done with my life I will never know what he would look like now Um, all I can do is you know continue to remember him for who he was I can continue to be grateful for such 
the support, the love that he gave me for 18 years of my life when a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people don't have a father. A lot of people don't have a father that, you know, was so loving and compassionate and so supporting like my dad was. I'm so grateful that I had, you know, such an amazing mum and I still have that amazing mum in my life. So it's looking at things differently. Yes, you know, I really wish that he was here and this distant memory that I now have of him is, is, isn't a nice feeling, but you know, I'm, I'm so grateful that I did have him in my life to be able to, to help me move forward in the way that I am today. So this has been a bit of a, I don't know, I don't know what, how do you explain this episode? It's literally me hitting the mic, the coffee is staring at me and I wanted to just get this off my chest because that's what this is all about. It's about being as open, honest, raw, authentic, transparent as we can and hopefully me not really knowing where I was going to take this episode and kind of, it's almost been me it's, 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 it's basically free therapy. This is basically free therapy. You are my counsellor. You are listening to me. Um, you don't have to say anything back, but it feels good actually just getting it off my chest. And I think, you know, if you can take anything from this, this rant, um, don't be afraid to just do this. You don't have to publish it. Just talk. Just share it as a voice note. Just, you know, say it to someone that you love. Just write it down because sometimes getting things off our chest that we're sort of burying. And I was burying that thought of knowing what I know now. My dad could still be alive. Um, and it was eating me alive. It's it's just getting it off our chest can help. I feel a lot lighter. I feel a lot more refreshed. I feel, you know, better for it. So please don't be afraid of being vulnerable. And please don't be afraid of talking. It's so, so important. Um, let me know what you think of this episode. If you have any, you know, words of wisdom for me, I appreciate it. If this has helped you, then please do let me know. Either on Instagram, pmcgregor.com, facebook.com, forward slash pmcgregor.com, Twitter, pmcgregor.com. I kept it easy for you guys. Or email me at paul at pmcgregor.com. Don't forget, leave a rating and a review if you're enjoying all of these episodes. I've got some amazing interviews coming up, um, some new series launching very soon as well, alongside some more solo episodes, just to kind of get the free therapy, you know, free therapy always helps. Signing out, speak soon.